Welcome back, faithful listeners, to yet another edition of God is 365. I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four-seven. You know, we say this every uh, podcast, uh, Pastor James, but we we just can't get tired of it because we have to emphasize it. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, there are a lot of heroes out there, yeah, and man. there are going to be some heroes and sheroes yeah. made uh, this weekend. Oh, you know, my. for the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been some things that have been happening too. So yeah, yeah. So a lot of heroes out there. Yeah, I want to be. Uh, family members and celebrities, uh, you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, the problem is that mankind's uh, character is not flawless. And uh, when those uh, flaws come out, uh, mm-hmm. those heroes just fall from our graces. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It keeps you humble. Yeah, it keeps you mm-hmm. humble. But of course, you know, that's not the case. When you make uh, God Almighty a hero, mm-hmm. uh, Proverbs, um, 30 and 5 says, uh, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Amen. Amen. So God is that hero that you can always count on. Amen. Yes, he you is. know, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing can compare to the supreme role model of God Almighty. Amen. Amen. I agree 100 percent. Amen. Amen. Of course, before we begin our uh, podcast uh, this morning, Pastor James, we always like to give a shout out to our our listeners, well, we appreciate you for listening to us in the yes, morning, in the afternoon, whatever time you look at your podcast. Bless Amen. You. Bless you. Yes. And and if you want to watch our podcast or listen to our podcast, there are several ways to do that. You can connect with us on www.godis365.org. You can also go to www.newhopechristiancommunitychurch.org where I'm the senior pastor of the greatest church this side of heaven. I did on that. And you can also go to the app store and just type in New Hope Christian Community Church and you can get our app and you can watch us. And we're also available, you can see us on Susplash or listen to us on Susplash, YouTube, Apple, iHeart, and Audacity. 
Amen. Amen. So there's a lot of venues for you to catch the God is 365 uh, podcast. And uh, so just search around and, and, and find the one that's comfortable to you. Uh, we hope and pray that something that is said on today's podcast is going to inspire you and uplift you and, and help you to want to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, Pastor Jane. Praise the Lord, Brother Ray. How are you? Uh, God is good. God is yeah, good. All the time. You know, I, I have some very sad news that uh, I want to share with you and uh, our uh, podcast uh, public. You know, my daughter just recently uh, gave birth to a beautiful uh, baby girl uh, this uh, past Saturday. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after a lot of thought and, and prayer, I've decided to retire from doing the God is 365 podcast and just devote my time full time to being, you know, a grandparent. Oh, amen. 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 Praise amen. Praise uh, do, do, do you, you have any uh, replacements uh, uh, in no, mind? No, you don't? no. Maybe, uh, maybe Charles. <laughs> you, right. you got to see his reaction. <laughs> Charles, is that a, is I, that I, a, I'm a ready. I'm ready. Uh, okay. Yeah, I see our uh, technical guy's eyes are just wide open. Mm -hmm. well, well, just hold on. I got you. Okay. You I'll know what? You know what the day is. Uh, oh, that's right. It's April Fool's Day. That's right. That's right. Well, you know, I was just, you know. <laughs> I was just going with you, man. Just, I was just going with the flow. Going with the flow. You, you got me. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon, and I'm still going to be a super grandparent. Look, uh, Charles know. is wiping his brow. He <laughs> <laughs> He's not sweating anymore, huh? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, uh, let's let's let's. Uh, uh, but congratulations, though. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. You know, uh, uh, let's uh, stop the pranks and get down to some uh, serious stuff. Okay. All right. Amen. You know, uh, you know, Pastor uh, James, uh, our listening audience. You know, on uh, we we tell them every week in the process of uh, being able to internalize one of the attributes we talk about. We use some of our spiritual foundation. Uh, principles mm -hmm. and, that we recommend to each of uh, our listeners. Mm -hmm. And of course, one of them is, is studying uh, God's word, you mm -hmm. know, right. uh, God's word is, is the book of truth. This is where we get all our bases on our analysis of God's uh, character. Mm -hmm. Amen. But one of the beautiful elements in, in the Bible though, is its usage of you know poetic language mm -hmm. and uh, figurative uh, analogies. Amen. 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 Yeah. And you know uh, we 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 uh, although we recommend for our our listeners to study the Bible, we we haven't given them a little much about you know the the. Uh, inner workings of the Bible yeah, on the, actually how yeah, the structure how, and the other yeah, structure yeah. and mm -hmm. things. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the Bible has, a, a, a couple of, uh, literary structures in it. Amen. 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 You know, uh, you know, one of the things people don't really know is the Bible is probably the best selling book in the world. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful text. And, um, 
you were talking about some of the elements of it, you know, it's uh, there's uh, several sections of the book, you know, the the the, po- uh, the poetic, uh-huh. and there's the wisdom books, and mm-hmm. and a lot of the the poetic language in the book. As a matter of fact, thirty three percent of the Bible is really poetical. Oh, okay, great. And so great. in the Old Testament and the New Testament, when we think about the uh, the wisdom, when we think about the wisdom books, we talk about Job and and uh, and uh, Lamentations and uh, and Psalm and, and Proverbs, we think about those really as those poetic books mm-hmm. because they have that meter and they look like they look like poems and they sound like poems, particularly mm-hmm. uh, Proverbs. Mm-hmm. But when we look at you know when we look look at the rest of the Bible, you know you think about even the language that Paul used when he was uh, writing. Uh, in the uh, uh, the epistles, the letters mm-hmm. to the churches, he was often he spoke in a poetic type of language. Mm-hmm. So a good deal of the of the Bible is poetical. Amen. Yeah, and folks just don't realize it when they think about it. They think think about the Psalms mm-hmm. and they think about Proverbs. Mm-hmm. But you go to the Psalm of Solomon, you go to Ecclesiastes, and and actually Job is considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, poetical book that was ever written amen amen and you know along with that 33 percent you know i'll put the other two percentages together you Mm -hmm. know uh 43 percent of it is narrative Mm -hmm. you know the just stories straight up stories and then there's 24 percent that is called uh prose discourse you Mm -hmm. know which is just basically kind of telling it mm-hmm. like it is. Amen. 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 Hey. Sounds like we did our homework. Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> we we basically did our homework. You know, and 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 so uh how does one read, I mean, approach, you know, the poetic language that's that's that is is in the Bible. Amen. Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a good question. That's a good point. You know, because some of, you know, when I think of uh, preachers, a lot of preachers, they, they read the Bible to get sermons. Mm-hmm. And some folks just read the Bible just, you know, not really looking at, you know, the they look at the content in the context, but they don't really look at, you know, the structure of it mm-hmm. and the beauty of it, how it's put together, the work mm-hmm. that was put in. Because mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, for the, the wisdom books, there was a lot of thought put into those into the, those uh, uh, scriptures, mm-hmm. but you know when I think about it, I, I just think when I look at it, the, the Bible it's a beautiful book. It's it's just so well written mm-hmm. and it's so eloquent. Mm-hmm. And there's places where you know lang- the language is just so beautiful and it soars. Mm-hmm. And often we just try to get through it. Now I, I read the Bible every year. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, that's that's my habit to Amen. go through it every year. Uh, but, you I know, also. But the other thing is that just reading the Bible for you know to get you know to to find out what God is telling you every day. So I don't ju- I don't I don't just read it to go through it. I read it for uh, spiritual purposes. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, what I'll do is when I see something that stands out to me something that catches my attention and that's that's quite often i have a journal and i write all those things down mm-hmm. and some of those are the origins of of bible studies and particularly sermons Amen. and so you know when you really look at it and you look at 
what is being said and how it's being said, oh, it's just an awesome book. Awesome Amen. book. It's just so beautiful, so mm -hmm. elegant. You know, so, so you alluding to, you know, when you approach the Bible, a couple of things I, I, I heard you, you, you allude to it that you, you're about to, to, to read something very imaginative mm -hmm. and very creative. So yeah. first of all, it's getting that attitude toward it. You know, mm -hmm. some, some people look at it as, as uh, laborious, yeah. to do it and when so when yeah. you're approaching the bible as something laborious it's yeah. going to be really difficult yeah and to that i say you know you really need to read it and then you need to read it again because often when i read the bible you know things i've preached or things i've taught uh things i've just went over it when i go over it maybe a month later uh six months later even years later there's something that i didn't see the first time something in the structure something in the context of the bible just it's just it, it just keeps me coming back amen mm -hmm. amen and 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 you also alluded to uh pastor james that you read this yearly and 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 i also do it do too the bible is a book that you can read over and mm -hmm. over again unlike other stories that are simple and plain uh the bible there are hidden messages mm -hmm. that reveal themselves at the at the proper time uh to you mm -hmm. to enlighten your life so it's a yeah. book that you mm -hmm. know you can't just say oh, I'm, I'm i've 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 went through the bible in mm -hmm. a year and that's it no uh that's something that you can do over and over mm -hmm. again and every time get new meanings and right. hidden secrets right and you know when i think about that what you, what you were talking about that was thinking about uh jesus uh, when he was, uh, you know, he was battling the, the Pharisees and the Pharisees and the, the scribes, they they knew the Bible, you know, it, back then was the Pentateuch. Mm -hmm. So those uh -huh. first five books of the Bible. So they mm -hmm. knew it backwards and forward, but uh, but they didn't practice what it preached. Uh -huh. In other words, they they knew it, but they didn't live it. Mm -hmm. They knew it. But it wasn't in them. them to, yeah. And 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 so he he always called them on that. Mm -hmm. And so you know that's why you know sometimes folks read it to say yeah I read it and I've done that mm -hmm. and you know a lot of people read it you know it's good a lot of folks memorize mm -hmm. uh, parts of it because it's so beautiful mm -hmm. you know when we think of one of the poems that uh, folks are asked or students are asked to memorize is that that poem. Roger Kipling, if, uh, yeah, uh -huh. but there's so many, so many uh, passages in the Bible that you can use, and not just not just to memorize because it's beautiful, but because it has a meaning to you. Amen. It has a meaning to you. So, so it's just you know, I just read it over and over again. I, I'm so fascinated, and uh, one of the things I'm probably getting a little bit off task, mm -hmm. but. I also have a, a, a journal where a lot of the things, a lot of the sayings that we use now, mm -hmm. they're they're in the Bible. Amen. But still, they originated in the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. It's You're a right. fascinating book. Yeah. Amen. You know, and the bottom line is, uh, for our listeners and in uh, some of our brothers and sisters too, reading the Bible is something that's going to take time. It's going to take patience. Mm -hmm. uh you have to desire, you, you know, uh, Pastor, you mentioned that you love you know, reading the Bible. You know, you have to desire uh, to have a desire to acquiring the ability to search for the meaning in the Bible. I mean, yeah. that that desire 
has to, to be part of it. If you're just reading just to read and mm-hmm. not really get anything out of it, you won't get anything you out know, of I it. I look at it like this, you know, we're, you know, we're all, you know, we're on this earth and we're all growing and you should always be growing something. You, you should be changing and evolving over time. It doesn't matter how old you are. In other words, we I, I believe that we're called to be lifelong learners. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can always, you know, the things that you learn when you were five, they become embellished. But wisdom comes when you look at those same passages and you've had experience and you can go back and look at it in a more mature way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, you wait patiently as you read the Bible. Uh, there should be an expectance, you know, uh, waiting patiently for a divine revelation or some insight for God from God, mm-hmm. you know, for the significance of what you're reading. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, you know, these are some questions, uh, just a few questions that you probably should ask when you yourself when you're reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, how does this apply to my life? Right. You know, Pastor, you mentioned right. that. Uh, how does this better me as a person? Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, how does this help me positively impact others? Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and one of the last questions, of course, is how does this help me formulate my life purpose? Mm-hmm. You know, so these are the intentions mm-hmm. that uh, you really need to uh, incorporate it into your, into your uh, mind mm-hmm. and spirit when you uh, make a decision to read the word. Amen. 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 You know, and Pastor James, we said all this, you know, to 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 set our listeners up for what attribute we're going to have today. You know, and that attribute is is very poetic, is uh, <laughs> a metaphor, but it's and it's very beautiful that God is the fountain of living water. Amen. 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 God That's, is the fountain of living water. That's a beautiful Amen. thought. Amen. That's deep. Amen. Okay, did you catch that? That's deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got you. Okay. <laughs> and as always, we have a very simple and direct methodology on how we examine these attributes of God. We do it by asking four major questions. The first one is, what do the scriptures say about this attribute of God's character? Number two, why do you think God made this attribute a vital part of his character? Number three. Why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character and daily lifestyle? And four, how can we begin the process of internalizing this attribute into our hearts and our spirits? Amen. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to start before I I think probably, uh, Pastor James, before we even start on our first question, can you, you give our listing audience a little bit of how this, this, this poetic expression, this metaphor of living waters. What does that kind of symbolize? Uh, when we talk about living waters, and, you know, there's there's a couple of things that you can say. You know, God, look at this. God, God the Father, he's a fountain. Mm-hmm. He's a fountain. So yeah. we, we get our living and our being from him. Him. Oh, wow. All right. I like that. And, and, and just, you know, as a fountain is a, is a source, God is our source. Think about the the fountain. The fountain is the source mm-hmm. where we get. So he's our source, mm-hmm. and he's the origin of where we get our life from, our, mm-hmm. our life spirit, spirit from. Uh-huh. And so, so 
His desire is that we be able to drink from the fountain. He's there Amen. for us Amen. to drink from the fountain Amen. or take from the fountain. Right. And that, that fountain is life giving. Yeah, life. Amen. Yes. Amen. I like that uh, explanation. And I'm I'm not gonna follow up on that. That <laughs> that that is certainly, certainly uh beautiful, you know, and we all know the importance of water, mm-hmm. you know, the importance of clean fresh water it's, it's nothing like that you know we can drink all the soda and other stuff we get but then when you seriously get thirsty mm-hmm. you got to have that pure yeah. fresh water yeah well you know I, i'm trying to just drink water i, I haven't been drinking any soda and juice or anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty you know, i put lemons in my water so you know it makes a difference uh-huh. you know i i believe water is a miracle drug because it makes everything better i mean it, it, it kind of cleanses you and mm. it, it revives you, uh-huh. you know, so, so you don't need any coffee or anything. So, uh-huh. you know, we need water. And we need water. We, we need water. We need yeah. water, you know. Amen. So what, what does the scripture say, that, uh, you know, about this attribute of God being the fountain? Amen of uh, living waters. Well, you wouldn't ordinarily think that there was a lot of references to this particular fountain, but you know, there's references not only to the fountain, but to the rivers and to the waters. But you know, if we talk about the fountain in Psalm 36, 8 and 9, I want to use uh, 8 to kind of be the pretext. It says, They feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your delights. The psalmist is talking about God, mm-hmm. and for which you is the fountain of life. In your light, do we see light? Amen. And then on the flip side, Jeremiah in chapter 2 and 13 says, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. This is God calling mm-hmm. himself the fountain of living waters. Mm-hmm. And hewed out cisterns or containers for themselves, broken containers that can hold no water. Amen. That's sad. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, and then you can look at, at John uh, 7 and 38. It says, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of mm. living water. Yes. Amen. 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 You know, so uh, what is the living water? As we said, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it is. It's a poetic expression, mm-hmm. of course, in, in the Bible, mm-hmm. of the profound effect of aligning our lives to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. As you mentioned, the power source mm-hmm. that empowers our spirit to overcome all circumstances that blockade us mm-hmm. from living an abundant life. Amen. Amen. You know, uh, so it gives us uh, opportunity for redemption mm-hmm. for all of our sins amen yes amen amen you know and 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 these scriptures are saying drinking from uh god's fountain of living water is the essential key to our entire spiritual survival amen amen hey that's good news (laughs) amen let's move on to to to, uh number two why did god do you think made this a a vital part of his character well you know i want to go back to that first scripture that i i spoke to and you know when we talk about poetical that's that's a poet that's poetical Mm -hmm. psalm 36 8 9 because look at it's the the lifted type of uh, literature Mm -hmm. it says they feast on the abundance of your house again we're talking about this is god's house and you give them drink from the river of your delights for with you is a fountain of life in your light do we see light in other words and when i look at this scripture 
God is, he said, I'm here. Hey, I, I'm here. Mm-hmm. You, you, can, you can drink from me. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I'm really the source. I'm what you need. I, mm-hmm. You don't need that solar. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need that, that turkey. You don't mm-hmm. need anything. Just drink from my fountain. Mm-hmm. And you will receive abundance. He wanted us to live abundant life. You remember John ten and ten, Amen. where Jesus says, "You know, you will have life, and you will have it abundantly." That's that lines up with this particular scripture. Amen, amen. You know, and 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 the Bible is full of, you know, we said poetic and it, metaphor, it, yeah. metaphors and poet, poetic language, mm-hmm. and 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 what this creates is imagery. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 God love wants us to 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 have a, a simplified uh, image mm-hmm. on, on what it takes for us to be the best that we can. So the mm-hmm. imagery, you know, just just imagining what a fountain is, you know, mm-hmm. imagery creates a picture yeah. in your mind, and right. God wants to create that picture. Mm-hmm. Of, of beauty in his mind, mm-hmm. amen. And in, in our minds, That's rather, you know, great. you know, God wants to quench our thirst mm-hmm. forever. And, and that's why he puts himself as being a fountain, you know, mm-hmm. never to thirst again. You know, when when you have accepted God as being uh, your fountain mm-hmm. of living water, amen. Amen. You know, um, if you look at uh, Revelations 22 and 7, it says the the spirit and the Bible and, and excuse me, the spirit and the bride say, come and let the one who hears say, come mm-hmm. and let the one who is thirsty come. Mm-hmm. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. Amen. 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 That's good. You know, Zechariah 13 and 1, you know, there's a, there's a, I think there's another reason why God, you know, that sin, that, 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 that water, that fountain, it cleanses us from sin. Look what it says in Zechariah 13 and 1. It says, on that day, there should be a fountain open for the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and uncleanness. Amen. And so that that water serves another function to, to purify us. Amen. Amen. It, it's a source of salvation. Source of salvation. Amen. Amen. You know, and God wants us to to drink the best quality water. You can drink it. You know, if you're not drinking good water, you you might as well not drink any water at all. If you're drinking water from uh, the sewage, contaminated water, anything like that, you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, it has to be pure mm-hmm. water. Amen. You know, that's why many people buy water, uh, spring water and all kind of other waters because they don't want to get sick mm-hmm. from uh, what might be in the tap water. You know, so the, God wants to offer us the best quality and the best quality uh, is uh, his water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's straight from his spiritual uh, refinery. Amen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, that's uncontaminated. Mm-hmm. If you look at uh, John uh, uh, four, 3 and uh, okay, okay, yeah, all right, great. John uh, 4 and 14, it said, whoever drinks of the water that I will give will never be thirsty. The water that will I will give will become in a, in him a spring of water mm-hmm. welding up for eternal life. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. You know, so God wants us to be able to drink the good stuff. You know, John uh, 1 and uh, uh, 3 and 3 says, and everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Amen. 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 You know, so as we drink his water, mm. you know, we're being more godly and more mm. godlike. Amen. 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 So uh, let's move on to uh, three. Uh, question three. I mean, how, how, how do we uh, why should we uh, actually incorporate this uh, metaphor into uh, our lifestyle? You know, we we really didn't didn't talk about it, point it out, but a lot of several of the, the terms that refer to the fountain of life are found in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like this one, you know, why do we need to incorporate this attribute into our character or in our daily lifestyle? Because we need to live right. We need to have a source that helps us to live right. So Proverbs 10 and 11 says, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Amen. And I'm thinking about some specific that just happened. Uh, <laughs> but, I know but, what you mean. But, you but know, we, but when we, we talk, we, yeah, <laughs> we're not, we're not going to go there. Oh, you're not going to talk exactly. about it in an Oscar award, are you? We, <laughs> we, got, we got our technician. Uh-huh. He, he's smiling. He's smiling. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so we're not going to go there, you we're know. Go and, there. And, 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 you know, we don't, throw, we don't throw out stuff at folks, but, right. you know, but, you know, part of the things that we say and, mm-hmm. and that comes out of our mouth. You know, you, we can speak life into folks, and, and and when we are speaking from the fountain of life, when we when that's our source, mm-hmm. that you know that keeps us from uh, doing those other things. That and, keeps us uh, away from violence, and so it, mm-hmm. it again, you know, purifies us, keeps us on a higher plane, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it gets back to the, at quenching our thirst. You know, we want to incorporate because we don't want to keep coming to the tap. You know, when we drink the from uh, God's uh, fountain, the fountain of of living waters, uh, going back to John 14, you know, said whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty. So so you don't want to be thirsty. You know, when when you're thirsty, all kind of stuff can come around. Man, you you said it. You mm -hmm. know, there's a there's another uh, a scripture from Proverbs 14 27 that really speaks to that it says the fear mm-hmm. of the Lord or the reverence of the Lord is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. You know, if you got the good stuff, you don't need to, to have the bad stuff. Amen. If I could, you, you kind of said that, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, so if you have something that will sustain you, something that you can depend on, you don't need to, to go to that other side. You don't need to go to the dark Amen. side. Amen. You know, and, and you know, when uh, uh, Jesus retreated and was uh, uh, tempted by the devil, of course, he didn't he hadn't eaten and hadn't you know, drank anything, mm-hmm. but he was able to ward off the devil through you know, rebuking him, you know, from God's word. So that that was his water, God's word to tell the, the devil, you know, get away from here. You know, and the, and the devil went and they said he uh, said he's going to wait till more opportune time. I guess that wasn't, that wasn't the opportune time because yeah. Jesus wasn't playing. Yeah. Let me let me help somebody. The devil's <laughs> always busy when you at the top. The devil's busy when you're around the corner. The devil's busy. And so you, you need to be fortified. You need to make sure you got that. 
you got your water bottle with you. you Amen. Got your fountain. With you. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Because we want to be like Jesus, but we ain't Jesus. De- Amen. De- devil sneak up on you. Amen. You know, and also. Uh, we want to in- incorporate this into our lifestyle because it improve it it, it uh, produces increase, mm-hmm. you know, in our resiliency. Once mm-hmm. again, you know, we get stronger. We're able to increase our witness and message, uh, you know, to the world. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we're able to duplicate. You know, God wants us to duplicate that process. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, John seven and, and thirty eight says, "Whoever believes in me." As the scripture has said, out of his heart is going to flow rivers of living water. Amen. So that's going to give us that increase, that mm-hmm. constant increase of uh, a, a living water. Because mm-hmm. when I, you think of a flow, it's continuous. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. So we're coming around the bend to our fourth question. Uh, how do we begin the uh, process of... Uh, internalizing this actually putting it into to uh our lifestyle yeah well we kind of referred to it earlier you know we we you you need to we need to read our word Mm -hmm. we need to study the word we need to hear the word and understand the word and uh, there's a couple of scriptures uh, again from proverbs proverbs 13 and 14 says the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. And let me just say this. The book of Proverbs is a book of wisdom. That's, that's what's considered the book of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's really the theme of that particular book, that we want to get wisdom. So it says the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. Amen. And so, you know, it gives us, you know, it encourages us to learn. Amen. To be lifelong learners. Mm-hmm. And then Proverbs 16 and 22 says, Good sense is a fountain of life to him who has it, but the instruction of fools is folly. When I think about that, I think about, you know, that you can you can read the word, but sometimes, you know, you you you, you need to, to have an understanding, you need to hear the preacher. Amen. You need Amen. to hear the preacher. Amen. So you need some instruction. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm kind of putting it together, but but we're going, you know, I know you're going to give the the explication of all that. Mm-hmm. But but and then First John one and nine probably should have started with this. It mm-hmm. says that we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. And I think about that that river of waters. I think about that fountain of water. Mm-hmm. I think about those springs of water. That washes. You remember when we we get baptized? It doesn't it doesn't necess, uh, necessitate uh, necessarily say that we're free from sin, but it 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 it, it reinforces that we're we're Jesus of folks that we're you know that we've made our allegiance and we're loyal to Him that He is our Savior, and that mm-hmm. we believe in Him. You know mm-hmm. that we will we you know we can overcome the sin in our lives. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know and and you know we always. Uh, encourage you to pray about this. You know, you've mm-hmm. you've you've heard uh, our, our podcast today and our uh, ex, ex you know our explanation of uh, uh, you know the poetic poetic language uh, of God, you know, the fountain of uh, living water. You know, pray about it. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you know if you want to draw from that fountain, uh, Psalms one forty five. Uh, 18 and 19 says the Lord is near to all who call on him to mm-hmm. all who right. call on him That's in good. truth. That's 
That's you good. know, he fulfills the desires of those who fear him, fear him. And he also uh, hears their cry and saves them. So reaching out to God in prayer, you know, and, and, and taking a little time to listen to what he has to say and then following through with that. Amen. Amen. And of course, we always um, we want you. We, we desire for you, as God does, to commit yourself to Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. You know, he is. Uh, the the living well of your life, mm-hmm. Amen. If mm-hmm. you go, we're gonna go back to John uh, fourteen, the four and fourteen again. It says, "Whoever drinks of the water that I will give them," and that's Jesus talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give you, mm-hmm. Jesus will give you, will become in him a spring of water, welding up, welding up. Mm. to eternal life you know and that's that's rising up amen once again that those those we we uh, have that figurative that uh yeah. poetic language yeah. you know yeah and you know and and i guess we're, we're close to summarizing that you know that was you know that that's well said and i mm-hmm. and i just think about you know go back to jeremiah 2 and 13 and and where it talks about these two evils that the people have committed. And this is God talking to Jeremiah. He said they have, first of all, he said they have forsaken him mm-hmm. and and they made containers for themselves, broken containers that have no water. And when I think about that, I think about all the little gods, you know, small G-O-D-S, you mm-hmm. know, we make uh, uh, other folks our heroes. We, we have other beliefs that we 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 follow or trends that we yep. follow or fast that we follow mm-hmm. and, and instead of you know going to the original mm-hmm. the spring water the spring water the spring water that mm-hmm. and, and and plus we have broken containers and when i think about that I think about us mm-hmm. you know we we were broken people mm-hmm. you know we we found christ mm-hmm. and, and and some of us are not only broken but we're looking at things that are broken mm-hmm. to put our water in. And, and so in the, in the water that we're getting, it's not really any good water. We don't have the right containers. Exactly. So God says, look to him, Damn, look to him. And mm-hmm. I, I think the scripture I think about, I think about, remember the woman at the well? Yes. Uh-huh. The woman at the well, she went out there at, at a time to draw water from the well. Mm-hmm. And she went out a certain time. She was kind of an outcast in the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had several husbands, and she was widowed now, living with another one. Mm-hmm. And so she went out at, at a time and a place where you know she wouldn't, you know, she she was already scorned. So nobody was out there mm-hmm. except for Jesus. And Jesus asked her for some water. Mm-hmm. Now Jesus knew what was going on. He he knew what her situation he was. Her card. Yes, he did. Oh, <laughs> hey. I haven't heard that in a while. Right. <laughs> and, and, and he says, give me some water. Mm-hmm. And Jesus didn't have anything to put the water in. Mm-hmm. And she said, you don't have anything to put the water. He said, I am the water. Amen. He said, I am the container. Uh-huh. And, and Jesus came. Here's the thing that I want folks to get and to listen to. Here's Jesus. He was a Jew. And God came to the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. This woman was a Samaritan. Yeah. In other words, she wasn't of the same ethnicity and she wasn't of the same, uh, uh, perhaps, race. Mm-hmm. And so here is Jesus 
saying he's breaking all traditions. He's talking to, first of all, he's talking to a woman. Then he's talking to a scorn woman. Mm-hmm. And, and he's talking to a Samaritan. Mm-hmm. And what, what I get from that is that Jesus has water for everyone, and he's looking for folks to have some of the water that he has. And, and, mm-hmm. and Jesus says to her, you, she said, you don't have any place to put this water. He said, if you knew who I was, <laughs> you want some of this living water. <laughs> right. and, and so she the, heard the, the good imagery. The good, yes, she she heard. heard the imagery, uh-huh. and she said, I get this. Yeah, this, is, this is somebody amen. who has... Has some consequence. This is somebody of some uh-huh. stature, mm-hmm. and she said, "I get that. So mm-hmm. you coming to me? I really. So this is for me." She said, "Give me whatever you got. Give me this living water. That's what know. Jesus Christ wants. That's what He has for uh-huh. us. Don't doesn't matter where you come from, what neighborhood, mm-hmm. what color you are, mm-hmm. what your what your economic status is. Mm-hmm. He's looking for you. He actually." Went to this place. He could have went around, could have mm-hmm. went another direction, but he's looking for you. And he has, he said, I got the spring. He said, this is living water. If you have this, you won't need anything else. Anything you else. don't have to worry about it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. She had that water and that water transfer. It was like, it was miracle water. It was miracle it was water. It miracle water. Mm-hmm. Having that encounter with him mm-hmm. and it changed her life. And she became her. really oh, the first evangelist. Uh-huh. Of the good news. Of the good news. Yep. Man, I want some of that water. Amen. I'm done. Amen. I'm done. God is good. Amen. You know, and then, you know, and then she, of course, like everybody else, she started studying God's word and going through those scriptures and 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 being strong and being able to touch other people. And that's why we encourage you to do that. That's going to help you with the living water. That's right. As well as finally, you know, emulating the character of of, of God. This is what we're talking about right now. You know, you want to be like living water. When people come around, right. you you want to generate, you know, that that anointing around you. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. So when you accept God and imitate his his character, his character, mm-hmm. you, you can't help but affect people. But, you know, I want I, I look again at this woman, this this Samaritan woman, this woman at the well, this woman that he called out who knew he knew everything about her. He knows everything about all of us. And I think about her. That she didn't, you know, she was a she she had she she was a study she studied the word, but she was mm-hmm. drinking at a different fountain. Yeah, a different fountain. Because she said we worship somewhere else. Uh, right. Amen. And Jesus said you got the wrong container. Mm-hmm. And but she heard what he was saying, mm-hmm. and and she was ready to have another type of water. Water. Mm-hmm. And the the right type of water, and it just mm-hmm. changed her life. Amen. Changed her life for the better. And she wasn't, uh, I'm assuming that she wasn't well read, but she heard the imagery mm-hmm. and she saw the Savior and it changed her. Amen. 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 I'd put a ditto on that. Yeah. Well, let's, let's pray about it. This has been a wonderful discussion. And so, you know, we just uh, recommend that, you know, when you look at it, Look a little bit closer. Look for those images. Some people say that the Bible is boring, but it's not boring. You, mm-hmm. If you look at the narratives, if you look at the, the beautiful language, the poetical language, the wisdom that's in the Bible, mm-hmm. and you look, with, look at it 
as a way to apply to your life, as a way to learn mm -hmm. the experiences that you're going through, it will cause you to grow. Amen. It will cause you to Give grow. Give the so, Bible a chance. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's pray about it. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are our fountain of living waters, that you live in springs, that we don't have to go anywhere. As a matter of fact, you say in your word that if we drink from this water, eventually there won't be any more pain, won't be any, any more death. And, Lord God, we know that's in the future. But right now, Lord God, we need that life-sustaining water. We need to be revived. We need the good stuff. We need you. Amen. And so, uh, Lord, just allow us, Lord God, to drink from the fountain of life that we might be revived. Allow us to drink from the fountain of life that we might reverse our situation. Allow us to drink from the fountain of life that we may show the change that we have to someone else. Thank you, O oh Lord God, for this word. Thank you for this poetical, this beautiful language, this word that you have given us. And we pray, Lord God, that others will look at the imagery, that they will look at what you're trying to do in our lives and what you're trying to say, and that they will receive it and write it on the tablet of their heart. We thank you right now for those who have heard and those who have received it and those who have been changed even yes. by this podcast. We ask your blessings now on everyone under the sound of my voice. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. This concludes this edition of God as 365. We'd like to invite each and every listener uh, to this great worldwide spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that, that God, God is 365. 365. Praise the Lord. God bless uh, you. Faithful listeners, God bless you. If you've enjoyed our message of today, uh, your donation to help us continue this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Simply go to our website, mm -hmm. www.godis365.org, and mm -hmm. simply push the donation button. And we want to thank you, thank, thank you. you in advance you. For, uh, for your precious gift. Amen. God bless. Until we meet again. Peace, everybody. Peace. Love you.